0: The Chicago Bulls show some life in the third quarter against the Memphis Grizzlies briefly taking the lead but other than that the Chicago Bulls lose just about every other quarter of this game getting completely outworked and manhandled by the Memphis Grizzlies losing the game by 15 points we're going to talk about it break it all down and more right after this You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, the Chicago Bulls in this game look bad. Uh, They showed some great play to start coming out the halftime. Honestly, it was probably one of the best quarters I've seen the Chicago Bulls play. Um, They weren't able to keep up the momentum. Some bad calls by the refs, some terrible decisions from Zach Levine, bad turnovers from the team overall. And it just when it comes down to the Bulls just did not play well enough against a team of the caliber of the, Men- of, of the Memphis Grizzlies. Um, and, you know, in that third quarter, every player showed a little bit for the Bulls. Patrick Williams, Iota Sumu, Zach Levine, Voots coming on. But it just was not enough, and it was not enough of a sustained effort. The Bulls scoring 14 points in both the fourth quarter and the first quarter in this game book ending uh, this game and really the Bulls just and that just encapsulates uh, uh, if that's the right word the, the, the play of the Chicago Bulls in this game they started off flat played better in the second and third quarters and then had a flat fourth quarter again both times getting punched in the mouth the Bulls not knowing how to respond how to stop the bleeding on runs. Jared Jackson Jr. stepping up, hitting two very big threes um, for, for the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant hitting four or five threes, I think, in the third quarter alone to kind of keep them in that game. If it wasn't for John Morant and his ability to hit three point shots and just come up with big plays in the third quarter, with the way that the Bulls played, they would have had a 15, 20 point lead going into the fourth quarter. But John Morant hitting the threes, playing the way that he did, the Grizzlies playing the defense the way that they did, Jared Jackson Jr. hitting big shots. It just all came down to the Bulls did not have enough in the tank. Second game of a back-to-back, missing DeMar DeRozan. But really, none of that's an excuse to me because the Bulls showed that they could execute and they could have possibly won this game. They did not execute enough or well enough down the stretch of the game, and that's just it. No Bulls player had a positive plus-minus in this game. Um... Every bull that checked into the game, but Goran Dragic actually did score in this game as well. No Dalen Terry, no Tony Bradley in this game. Uh, the Bulls shoot 36% overall from the field in this game, 20% from the three-point line. They do win the w- rebounding battle, surprisingly, by 10, even though it didn't feel like it. 18 turnovers from the Chicago Bulls, 24 assists on 32 made baskets. The Bulls just didn't play well enough, and that's just what it is. Boneheaded players from Zach, everything. Um... And as we've been saying with this team, every time this team gets close to 500, they go on losing streaks. Now, there's only one uh, loss here. The Bulls now fall to two games below 500. As we're trying to get above 500, we got five games left until the All-Star break. Can the Bulls do it? We'll see. Um, but, you know, at, at the end of the day, the Bulls just did not play well enough to really win this game. And, like, like, like yeah, we saw some flashes. It gave us a little hope. It was exciting third quarter. On top of that, and you know, I do want to, I do want to give the Bulls some love for just the way that they did come out after halftime and made and and made some adjustments to really get back in this game. But it just wasn't enough. And that's just really all it, it, it comes down to. You can have good quarters. You can look good for a second. But are you going to make the plays well enough to 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 win the game? And the Bulls just did not do that today. They didn't do it. No answer for John Morant. Um, no answer for Jared Jackson in his defense and his shooting coming on in, in the fourth quarter. Uh, the Bulls just didn't execute. They didn't have enough to win this game. And it's unfortunate. Good game from Vooch as always. And some of you guys want to see Vooch gone. 28 and 17 from Vooch with six assists, three steals. Um, in this only one turnover, one personal foul. Um, Vooch balled out in this game. And he played the, the, to the best of his ability, especially considering They were playing some really good defense, especially in the first half on Nikola Vucevic. Zach had a really good quarter in this game, but him missing seven free throws in this game completely hurt the Chicago Bulls. Like, you got to be able to hit. Like, shout out to Zach for being able to make it to the free throw line 17 times. When his shot wasn't falling the best, he ends the game 6 of 13. But you got to be able to hit your free throws. It's it's pointless of getting to the free throw line if you're going to miss them at that rate. Missing two, missing three, okay. Missing seven out of 17 free throws in a game that was close, kind of uh, uh, in, the, in the in the parts that mattered, uh, definitely hurt this team. Zach, and Zach made some boneheaded turnovers, um, not being able to hit three-pointers. There's a lot of that in this game that you got you got to just – Zach, this is a game that we needed Zach Levine to step up. Vooch did his thing. Vooch stepped up. We needed Zach to step up with the absence of DeMar DeRozan, and we just didn't get it. And again, this loss isn't completely on Zach Levine, and I know some people are going to try to blame it all on one player. It wasn't. There are some scheme mistakes from Billy Donovan in this game. There are some boneheaded players from Patrick Williams and I.O., inability to hit shots. Anytime your team as a whole shoots 36% as a team, that's a whole team thing, and that's a problem. And so, you know, the Bulls, uh, they go to face the Brooklyn Nets next, I believe, is who we know. Yeah, we've face the Brooklyn Nets next and then we have the uh Cleveland Cavaliers on Saturday. Um what can the Bulls do in those two games? The Brooklyn Nets, Kevin Durant is apparently going to be out for a considerable amount of time. That's a game that the Bulls very well better win that game. Um but, you know, it's it sucks, man. It really does suck. Uh this team, you know, getting building some good momentum to come in and drop a game like this, man. It sucks, but you can't win them all. Um and when it boils down to it, the Bulls still have, at this point now, we got 28 games left on the season. Um, we'll see what the Bulls can do. Not too hopeful um, over the Bulls overall just because of the up-and-down play. But uh, the Bulls really, over their last, like, 20, they're, like, 13-7. and seven. So they have been winning more games here lately, but we just got to see this team. They got to step up against the better teams, man. And uh, we haven't fared w- well against the Western Conference at all this season. Uh, this d- definitely adds to that. But, you know, we'll see what the Bulls can do in the next two games, man. Uh, but let's go ahead and get into the comments. Jonathan Eegis says, Those MFers robbed Zach of two threes, I swear. Not that I don't disagree with you on that. Don't disagree with you. Uh, For all the casual basketball fans that say DeMar makes this team worse, you are stupid. Well, I don't think people you – know, people do say he makes the team worse, which is incorrect. I think that it is accurate to say that he sometimes slows down the offense. There are times where – um, he doesn't distribute the ball as well. And, you know, there is something to be said of if DeMar wasn't on the team, the other younger players that we need to develop would have more shots naturally. But you can't say that DeMar makes the team worse. You can talk about things from the standpoints that I gave. But yeah, this is a game in which we definitely needed DeMar DeRozan. We uh, need scoring on the bench without Zach DeMar or Vooch on the floor. Only Io was scoring. Well, yeah, and uh, th- this is also, that's why I said it's not all on, the, on, on Zach because, yeah, this is a game where no bench player had double digits. Andre Drummond had another terrible game after having his best game as a Chicago Bulls. So for all those people who a- after a game were like, oh, we told you guys, this is why Billy Donovan's the worst coach ever because he didn't play DeMar, I mean, uh, Andre Drummond 20 minutes a game, and it's like, Drummond in this game actively hurt the Chicago Bulls. Actively hurt. Out of the 13 minutes Andre Drummond played, I give him four of those minutes were, were cool for the Bulls. For the most part, he hurt the Chicago Bulls. Kobe White going one for eight in this, in, in this game. Jared Jones Jr. going one. The, the bench as a whole. This is crazy. The bench was three of 15. I'm sorry, three of, of 19 from the bench. That's just bad, man. That's just terrible. You need more output from your bench than that, right? And we've been getting it, so I'm not going to act like we just haven't been getting it the last month. We have. But this is a game, like I said, the shooting overall hurt the team drastically. Alex Larez in the building says, this was uh, expected to be honest, but I'm just focused on the Lakers game now. Hey, I feel you. How many points does LeBron have? Let me know. Caruso says, tough loss. Definitely tough loss there, brother. Um, Levine was tweaking out there at the end. Well, the team as a whole was, but yeah, for sure. Uh, No, they stopped moving the ball. Zach did way too much when they went down by five at the end. Too many turnovers. It wasn't just Zach, though. That's the thing. Yeah, I agree that Zach did that. But, again, as the team as a whole couldn't shoot, it's not just Zach. And we got to get out that mindset of trying to blame it on one person. Vooch balled uh, harder than Zach, it feels. Oh, Vooch, I've been saying it. Vooch has been the most consistent bull all season long. Period. Dan, we uh, can never get a four-game win streak, and then DeMar's always out after a three-game win streak. You know what? That's funny enough, but you're right. You're right. Um, Kobe White, please, reside with the Bulls, says, ain't tripping over Bulls games for like two to three weeks now, but this shit was really bad, not because it was a bad performance, because it was dumb, boring basketball. Well, it was a bad performance, and that's what – I don't care about a game being boring. There's going to be some games that are just boring. But you got to be able to pull those games out. The Bulls just played bad basketball. Jaron Jackson, is, the rim, is that rim protection? Oh, absolutely. Anytime you average three blocks per game, yeah. Yeah, that's that. you are rim protection at that point. Bulls doing Bulls things, I see, shaking my head. They have at least one bad quarter per game. Unfortunately, it was the fourth quarter this time and the first quarter. The first and the fourth quarter were terrible quarters for the Chicago Bulls. You can't start and end your game like shit. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there were some very questionable calls today. Phil Jackson should have fouled out today. Don't get wrong. I know the Bulls played bad in the fourth, but bad calls. Yeah, there are definitely some bad calls in this game. Definitely. Shay says, I'm mad as hell, and this is on my birthday. Hey, listen, bro. The Bulls are going to bull regardless of whose birthday it is, but happy birthday to you, brother. You get to see another day on this planet, uh, another year on this planet, I should say, and we're glad to have you here, brother. Melvin says, I didn't watch the game, but hearing from you and others about Zach, if we have to ask repeatedly for Zach to take better shots in crutch time into his eighth year, then he's sadly never going to change. Well, I would, I would not necessarily say that. Um, but there, yeah, that but that is why. Keep in mind the way that this team was constructed, having Lonzo Ball and DeMar DeRozan out there was supposed to help mitigate Zach Levine's bad basketball IQ. That's why team construction is a thing. That's why it's important how you construct a team. But Yeah, Zach played bad down the stretch of this game. That's it. But I will say this, though. As much as we talk about Zach playing bad down the stretch of this game, the Bulls wouldn't have been in position to win it or even have the lead if it wasn't for how Zach played in the third quarter. Let's be clear. Zach Levine, the way he played in the third quarter, is the only reason, and Vuce being consistent throughout the game, but the only reason why we had a glimmer, of thinking we we may have had a chance to win this game. So if you're gonna tell the story, let's tell the whole story. L, team continuity. Don't uh, do not dare mention trades though. At least the Bulls will win the continuity championship maybe. L, you be killing me, bro. How you getting paid 200 million but can't shoot free throws? I don't know what the fuck happened to Zach. He was much better last year. Well, no, he was much better to start of the season last year. He was terrible to end the season once that knee, knee knee thing happened. But yeah, the missed free throws. That's just a that's just tough. That's tough. Sean, and I I see people keep saying this, and this is one of those things that Bulls fans see and then everybody just starts repeating the same thing. That's not going to help this team because as long as DeMar DeRozan's on this team, most of the offense is going to be ran through DeMar DeRozan. We don't have our point guards run half court. You know why Gordon's able to do that? Because he's coming off the bench. That's it. As long as DeMar, and that's not to say, I'm not saying, hey, let's trade DeMar. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just to identify. As long as DeMar DeRozan is on this team and Billy Donovan's the coach, you're not. No matter what your point guard is, the half court offense is mainly going to be ran by DeMar DeRozan. That's just what it is. I think a lot of Bulls fans take Voots for granted. Uh, that's not how you spell that. It's granted. Uh, but watch him get replaced with someone mediocre, and you'll see everyone complain to bring him back. Yeah, this is why I tell. Bulls, this is why I just why don't listen to Bulls fans because they literally. I I, I said this before. Bulls fans, for the majority, are worse than the national media. They stick on a narrative, and then no matter how things change in realism, they keep holding on to that narrative. Yes, Vooch started off last season terribly, and they held on to that narrative that Vooch was the problem from now until then. Vooch has been the most consistent Bull this whole season. We are a much worse team with Nikola Vucevic. It's stupid to say, oh, we should start drumming over Vooch. Idiotic. Vooch is a, a really solid center. I almost say great. I'm not going to use that word. He's definitely still a top 10 player at his position. He's one of the most consistent, the most consistent player on this team. And we look like a better team when our offense gets ran through him, period. How did they not change that review shot by Levine to a three? I paused it and his feet were behind the line. That, how did they not change that dumb foul call on Alice Caruso when he was clearly pushed from behind into John Morant, Right. The, like there, there was some bad refereeing in this as well. Uh, I punched a hole in my wall. They were literally handing us the game, and Bulls said, "Nope, I'm good." I wouldn't say that. It was, it was, it weren't literally handing us the game, but you know, it is what it is, man. Bulls fans be taking Vooch's place for granted, absolutely, absolutely. Jamillion says I lost eight hundred and fifty-one dollars uh, with them in my parlay. Hey, he's the only team that lost. Like, what the fuck? Fucking up my money, bro. This is why I don't bet. It's why I don't bet. Zach messed up my fan duel. Hayes dropped the link. I got something to say. That's funny. You got to send it in the mailbag, bro. That's funny. FYI, uh, Brooks is probably the biggest scammer in the NBA. He uh, don't play defense. He's just hacking and slashing, and they don't call him for it. Agree with you. I wouldn't say the biggest scammer in the NBA, but he definitely gets away with some things. Melvin says, I still wouldn't trade Andre Drummond. Me either. Me either. Wouldn't trade Andre Drummond. If I take anything from this game is we need some size. You can't stop Ja or Jackson, but size can slow them down. Yeah, I mean, I agree with that. You, A mobile shot blocking big would definitely have helped in this game. But, you know, I mean, what it coulda, shoulda, we don't have one. It doesn't really project that we're going to get one or add one at the deadline either. So, Mark Shannon in the building says, uh, considering how many turnovers they had and the poor shooting, they should have been blown out, but they didn't, especially against Memphis. Um, I see where you're coming from with that, Mark. I definitely see uh, that. I mean, I would say for a, a fifteen point loss is 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 a bit of a blowout, but you know it is what it is, man. I the uh, the the Bulls played much worse than what this game will tell you in the box score is what I'll say. Boots has only had like one or two bad games this season. I that's that's actually sounds about right. Actually, sounds about right. Chasing Dream says, "Resign Vooch after this game. He earned it real. T-. Oh, Vooch has absolutely earned a contract extension, um, at least in my opinion. I would definitely be giving him a contract extension. But, again, I'm not the one who writes or pays the checks. So uh, Memphis defense mothered us to begin the game, and we missed so many damn free throws. Yeah, seven of those coming from Zach Levine. On top of that, um, we just they just outplayed us. We got completely outplayed on both sides of the ball. Not going to lie, I stopped watching the game in the first quarter because I couldn't watch the Grizzlies. I don't know. They like one of the teams I can't watch because they're insufferable like the 76ers and Phoenix Bums, at least for me. But it sounds like we straight up sucked. We played great in the third quarter. Um, but, yeah, that's it. Uh, solid, Solidly in the second quarter, I would say the second and third quarters weren't – like the third quarter was amazing for the Bulls. The second quarter wasn't bad for the Bulls. But that for, first and fourth quarter scoring 14 points in both those quarters – just bad. That's just bad basketball. Without DeMar, the Bulls will struggle. However, the Bulls bench was invisible tonight and that is the most important reason why they lost the game. Absolutely. When your when your bench goes, uh what did I say? It, it was 7 of 21, I think. That's bad, fam. That's just that's I'm sorry, 3. Wait, hold on. Let me let me go back and check. Now I got to count. 3 <laughs> 3 of of 22. 3 of 22 did the did the bench go. That's bad that's just bad basketball bro like that's terrible that's 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 sad really that's really sad Zach Levine's doctor says yeah I stopped watching after halftime to save myself some stress listen man you missed a great third quarter though missed a really great third quarter Fuchs is an all-star I agree well not with the bigs in the NBA but yeah Trey Young went 4-14 in the loss to the Pelicans. Can you imagine the riot the Bulls fans would have if DeRozan or Levine did that? I mean, we've seen that. We've been there before. it absolutely be a riot. Antoine Johnson, uh, managed to struggle getting to 500, I swear. Hey, listen, I agree with you. Definitely agree with you there. The Bulls got two more games left this week. Let's see how they fare. The Cleveland Cavaliers have swept the series against us so far. Um, it's our last game against the Cavs on Saturday. And then the Brooklyn Nets are going to be without Andre, without Andre Drummond, without um, Kevin Durant. So we'll see what we can get against the Brooklyn Nets uh, on Thursday. So let's see. I really thought Andre and Brooks would fight in this game. Drummond don't take shit from no one. Yeah, but he also played like shit. He's taking shit from himself because the man played absolutely like shit. Mark Sanders says Memphis definitely starting to rub the whole league wrong way. I don't know who was the biggest villain that 2011 Heat teams or this Memphis team. Well, it's different. That too, well, the 2011 Heat team didn't prove anything at that point either. So I get I get what you're saying there. Um, yeah, man, that's that's deep. Uh let's be real. Bulls don't deserve to uh to play in the postseason, sadly. Other teams give us opportunities to have more wins, but we don't have that want hunger to win. Well, I mean, I'll say this the Bulls, again, still winning way more games than what they're losing here over the last month. And so, but uh, I mean, the Bulls are going to be a playing team. I don't have any question in my mind that the Bulls are going to make the play-in. Maybe that's just confidence on my part. Um, 2 Jamal. Train. Uh, frustrated by the loss, but what is going to be interesting is how they respond to it. We will lose the next two. Will we lose the next two like we have for the season, or can we win? Yeah, I mean, if the Bulls do rebound, let's say they do win the next two, right? That would mean that the Bulls go 3-1 over the course of the week at that point, the Bulls would be at 500. If they win the next two games, that puts them in 500. Like I said, the Brooklyn Nets, I, I hope that they can win that game. The Cleveland Cavaliers game in Cleveland at that, that's going to be tough for the Bulls. Alana says, oh, hell no. We're going to be getting fleeced against Cavs, I already knowing. Uh, Ain't we get two no-calls against them? Yeah, and uh, we lost back-to-back games against them. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie—you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code Bull Central to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Our first loss of the season, I think, was in our game. Zach's first game back was a loss to the Cleveland Cavaliers, so they've they've swept us in games so far, three zero. I wish D Rose, the league MVP, had the refs uh, hanging on his nuts like. <laughs> jakari Morant does um you stare him intensely enough at at his at the line he's at the line yeah it's yeah, uh, it's tough bulls had one point lead when zach came back into the game with over eight minutes left we didn't make a field goal the rest of the game scored only three points in the fourth the bulls were outscored 25 to nine in those eight minutes that's ugly bro that's ugly that's real ugly Bulls better be on point with the Nets because Cam Thomas is a bucket. Uh, listen, the Bulls better get that win. All the Bulls need is to do is learn to play with each other besides open kick out to the three-point line. I don't know uh, how many times players I've seen pass up easy mid-range for a harder shot, do better. Yeah, and a lot of that from Io in this game and Caruso at certain times. Passing up what was easy shots to take more difficult shots, don't ever get that. I don't get that. Jam Thomas has been balling for the Nets. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. But now with Caruso back, with Caruso back, and if DeMar plays against the Nets, we better get a goddamn win against the Nets. I'll tell you that much. Shane, uh I I'm gonna go out of my way and say this. Hey, 193 p- people watching, start liking Mofos, Hayes gang. Appreciate that, brother. Uh Shane wasn't dealt expecting a, a win, so can't be disappointed. Memphis are a good team. Yeah, Memphis is one of the best teams in basketball this season. I'm about to get ready for work, but hopefully y'all still be live when I finish. If not, have a good night, y'all. Check, Alana. Go have a good night. Damn Bulls could have been sitting in eighth with a win. Oh, well, hopefully the Bulls can step up against the Nets. We better damn well get a win against the Nets. Uh, and I'm I'm calm right now. I'm, pu- I'm keeping it together. The Bulls better get a win against the goddamn Brooklyn Nets without Kevin Durant. They better get a win. Let's hope so, because Lord knows. Jared Jackson with the disrespect on Vooch and almost had five tackles on Caruso, including the foul. Man, that's he got away with so much, bro. So much in this game. Again, I'm not blaming it on that because this Bulls team should have executed better, but Lord knows. That's that type of stuff hurts. Big Papa Mafungo says, Hey, is this a higher chance that the Bulls could lose the next two games? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say that. Not against the Brooklyn Nets, not without KD and Kyrie. And uh, if Spencer didn't would he even start playing with that team yet? That's a skeleton crew. The Bulls better win that damn game. Now, against the Cavs, listen, the Cavs have our number. They seem to have our number. So I'm not too hopeful on that. I guess we can see if LeBron can break the record tonight. Hey, we'll see. Trent Baker says, Pat had some night passes tonight. There was a play where he drove to the rim against Jaron and hit Vooch with a beautiful dime. I wonder if Pat can play point guard at times. Well, keep in mind, Patrick Williams was a point guard in high school. He had a growth spurt. That, that is part of the reason why we always say more things should go through Patrick Williams at times because Patrick Williams has the potential to be a great distributor. He has the potential to be a really solid point forward. That's what we need to see from Pat, Patrick Williams more. He has that ability to do that. We just don't use it a lot, but he absolutely has that ability. So let's see what they can do. Let's see. Let's see how they grow that aspect of his game. Zach isn't taking advantage of his explosive first step. Instead, he's trying his two dribble moves, and the moment the defender stays in front of him, he gets bamboozled. Billy needs to help him with play. Billy, listen, Billy can't help nobody with no plays other than chew gum. Bulls uh, just had an off night. Kobe and Levine are the biggest culprits in the loss. Their goal is the six seed. It seems reachable. Caruso had, has a bad reputation as a cheat. Who says is a cheat? I've never heard that. I've never in my life heard that Alex Caruso is a cheat. Where are you getting your information from, bro? Hayes, do you think uh, Zach Levine needs to play off the ball a little bit because the way I see it, in clutch situation, he tends to turn the ball over a lot. Yes, he's one of the best catch-and-shoot players in the NBA. You use players to their strengths, and we don't always see that in Billy Donovan-ran teams. It just is what it is, but we do need to see a little bit more of that as well. Like Have him play off the ball. I honestly believe if the Bulls make the postseason, the only teams I fear is Philly and Cleveland. Bulls have played well against everyone in the top six. That's a very good point, Mark Shannon. And again, it's a great point, but again, you have to get to the dance, right? And even then, the Bulls have to still make it through the play-in because it doesn't seem like they're going to be able to avoid that play-in. Could still. Doesn't seem like they will. But with that being said, like, if they can, they match up very well against Boston. Um, We don't expect Brooklyn to still be one of the top four teams At least I don't by the end of the season, but could be wrong on that. I think we match up even better now against Brooklyn after the trade than what we did before it. So we'll see. Eric says, DeMar's top 40 all-time NBA scoring. He about to catch up uh, LeBron on a few years. Hope he's still with the Bulls. Steph is 39th all-time. Oh, listen. DeMar DeRozan, keep in mind, DeMar DeRozan isn't playing that many more years. Like, you could see a world in which DeMar plays maybe three, four more years and still be a highly effective player. Um, but I don't think he's going to catch up with LeBron because LeBron's going to still be playing over that amount of time. Maybe. Maybe. We'll see what happens with LeBron. El Trapo says, I like the game. The Bulls gave up at the end, but it was fun pace for the most part. In that second and third quarter, yeah, I'll give you that. The first and the fourth quarters were terrible for the Bulls. A's, what's your favorite little guard we had through Nate Robinson? I'll just go ahead and answer that now. Uh, Bulls could not uh, could have put P. Will instead of DJJ early in the fourth and make P. Will appoint their offense uh, is shit in the first three minutes of the fourth. Yeah, I mean, granted, and and it's easier in hindsight, but, like, the Bulls came in to at least should have been coming in with some momentum. That momentum got snatched away, and you saw the souls leave their bodies shortly thereafter. Billy needs to start implementing plays between Io and Pat, or Vooch and Pat, ETC, in the crunch breakdown moments. What sets uh, and goes to plays we got ain't cutting whatsoever. Um, Listen, Billy Donovan's play calling – and scheming in tight games in the fourth quarter leaves much to be desired. It's always been that way for Billy Donovan. I don't expect that to change anytime soon. Billy Donovan just, he, he as much as we talk about the Bulls p- players panicking, he does sometimes too in the fourth quarter, and it's not good. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? You asked, not but to call somebody. Or what was it Tell somebody? I can't remember. Shout out to Road Dog Jesse James. Uh, you don't know, inside the Chicago Bulls broke the news about Crusoe being a cheat. Very reputable source there inside the Chicago Bulls. Bathlore pain. Zach's clutch failures uh, can be solved pretty easily. Get a starter level point guard. Until then, he will touch the ball more than he should. I had a joke there, but I'm going to leave it alone. Bruh, it still baffles me that I actually played against Anthony Davis when I was a shorty before he had his growth spurt. That's crazy. That's bananas. Did you cross him up, though? That's what I need to know. Mark Shannon, I, li- I like the way DeMar plays. He could play another four to five years, and his durability is amazing at – at his age, as far as health, oh, yeah, and that's part of the reason when you look at DeMar, the fact that he's slightly below Steph, uh, Steph, Seth, uh, Steph, Steph Curry in all time scoring, but he hasn't been a player like, look at the amount of three Steph takes versus DeMar DeRozan. The fact that DeMar has been able to do what he's been able to do is amazing, and his game can age very gracefully, and so. We'll see what it ends up. Like I said before, if DeMar DeRozan signs a second contract in Chicago, I really would like to see him accept a role coming off the bench, kind of leading that second unit, um, because I think that would just unlock his game a little bit more for this team. But, you know, DeMar, 15th in the NBA in scoring this season. You can't overlook that. Can't overlook that. The Bulls says, hey, Hayes, thanks for holding down Bulls Nation with fire content. My question is, do you think the Bulls make a trade before the deadline? I've gone back and forth on this. There are times where I think that they could make a trade. There are times where I think, if anything, is going to be a minor trade. And there's times where I think they're going to just monitor the buyout um, market again. Uh, if I had to put a percentage on it, I'd put a, a 35% chance that the Bulls make a trade at the trade deadline. I know Casey Johnson said the Bulls are not going to make moves at the deadline, but what moves do you want to see personally? Uh, doesn't have to be a big move at all. You guys know, I've been saying this all season, Jared Vanderbilt. I would love Jared Vanderbilt on this team wholeheartedly. I think he'd be a a perfect ben- a bench player to come off the bench for the Chicago Bulls. Hayes, can you have a very short clip from a link if I send it here in the chat? Um, send it. I'll see what I can do. Uh, I see some positive and negative things about this game. The Bulls come back in the third. was beautiful, but the fourth quarter play was atrocious. We need a point guard who can run the team and another 3-and-D player. Well, everybody keeps saying it. I keep telling you guys you add a point guard they're still going to run the offense through DeMar DeRozan. That's just that's just what Billy Donovan's going to do. Um and I know people see what Gordon's able to do and they're like, "Oh, we need that all the time. You're not going to get that in the starting lineup unless you move DeMar to the bench." Um so I get what you're saying and I completely understand and agree with the mindset. I guess my my thing is I just don't trust Billy Donovan using a half court point guard, a half court point guard in that traditional sense. Hey, do you think Patrick Williams should look to be more aggressive next game since Kevin Durant Kevin Durant? Who is that? Is gonna be out. He should be aggressive every game. Shouldn't matter who's in or out. He should be, he should be there. He should be aggressive every single game. That's it. Nebula says Kenya Martin Jr. has been in trade talks. Well, yeah, he requested a trade before the season even started. Um, I like how NBA teams now are just like, yeah, hey, you want to trade? Cool. We hear you. All right. Go back to work. Um, but uh, I I I I can't remember what his contract is off the top of my head. I just don't know if the Bulls would be would make that move, so to say. But we'll see. Um, with what Demar has done while playing in the Bulls uniform, keep in mind he broke Wilt records. Do you consider him an all time Bulls great, or even second, third best two guard forward in a Bulls uniform? Um, no, I don't consider him a Bulls great, no matter how great he's done in the season and a half with the Chicago Bulls. Um, to me, it's for you to be considered a Bulls great, if you're going to play the amount of time DeMar DeRozan has, it has to come in a championship run. Not necessarily a championship victory, but a run to that. Hasn't been. If if DeMar plays another two, three years in a Bulls uniform, with this level of production, I'd be open to saying that. But at this point right now, I'm not going to consider him a Bulls great. LeBron is 19 points away from the record. What, what, uh, what quarter is it? Bulls was winning 68 61 with four minutes in the third quarter. Then Io bricked that layup. Eh, but yeah, it was more than that. because even after Io bricked the layup, they still matched with them a little bit, but man, it's crazy. Cam Thomas, another 40 point night. Bulls gonna have to come with it versus the Nets. Even shorthanded, they they've been competing. Yeah, but they I'm not trusting that they could. like he scored 40 points in what though? A loss. Right? That's the thing. Like And and it's easy. Let me not say it's easy because scoring 40 points in the NBA is always difficult. But when you go on big scoring outputs like that and they come in losses and they come with no – like basically every offense, like he's taking the majority of the shots. His usage rate right now – his usage rate right now at Cam Thomas in his recent run is higher than LeBron in two of his MVP seasons. That's not sustainable, right? And he's a good player. He's not that level of player. So – I'm not worried about Cam Thomas coming in and scoring a lot of points. Metal Key says, Nikola Vucevic uh, tonight became the first Bulls player since Jimmy Butler to score at least 25 points, 15 rebounds, five assists, and three steals. Well, shout out to Vucci. Hayes, uh, what do I think if KD asks to be traded, the Bulls should go after him, but we need to keep Damar, Zach, or Zach and Vuce. I would trade P-Will, DJJ, AC, and I. I'm good on that. I'm good on that. And A, it's not going to happen, right? AK is not trading Patrick Williams. It's just he's not doing it. The ultimate rage says the second quarter with six minutes and 56 seconds left. LeBron just missed a free throw. That's crazy. Who is your Chicago Bulls all star starting five? Uh, Derrick Rose, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, um, Dennis Rodman, and Joe Kim Noah. I always said that's my favorite. That's my favorite five Bulls players of all time. Um, Joe Kim Noah being my favorite player. Not the I don't think he's the best bull of all time, but he's my personal favorite Chicago Bull of all time. Um, and that that's just because of personal reasons. Because when the Bulls drafted Joe Kim Noah, I literally was like, what the fuck are they doing? This is a terrible pick. Literally, I didn't have the show. I wish I did. I thought the pick of Joe Kim Noah was terrible. And in his by the end of his second season, I was the biggest Joe Kim Noah fan ever. And for somebody to turn me around like that uh, on just how I viewed them. Definitely, I just, I love Joe Kim Noah on this team. I really like the spirit we showed in gaining the lead and holding it for a while. Our shooting droughts are troubling, though, uh, like you can ex- almost expect. them. Oh, yeah, we're going to go on a, on a on a scoring drought all the time. It's just what's going to happen. Uh, this game honestly wasn't bad. We just didn't match. Oh, no, this game was bad, bro. Uriel, I got to correct you there. This game was bad. But I do still agree with you that we didn't match their energy. We have to learn to kick into that third gear and close out. We can't. Six man, uh, uh, Taj. It be Taj or, or Ben Gordon. One of those two. Captain Kirk, not too far behind that. So did I. hated the Noah pick. I hated that pick. Like, I was going off. I hated that pick. I put Noah over Gilmore for the same reasons you gave. I just love Joe. He gave his heart for this team. Absolutely. Gave his absolute heart for this team. You think AK on coaching staff keep P-Will at the four in long run? Um he here or moving to the three if DeMar's not here no more? Um, no, I think Patrick Williams is a four. Um, I think he's going to be a four because the way that I see it is that if the way that I think that it may go and that's Daylon Terry eventually takes over that starting three position, I think it's going to be him and Patrick Williams at the three and four. Now, it could be something to be said that Daylon Terry ends up being a huge six-man role for the Chicago Bulls, but don't necessarily think that. So, yeah, I, I think Patrick Williams is going to be a four for the foreseeable future. Would you sign Westbrook on a vet minimum if he's bought out? Absolutely. I would absolutely. There's no question about that for me. No is the reason I chose the Bulls as my team. Only been an NBA fan since 09. I was almost a Celtics fan, but I'm glad I held out. Hey, listen, I appreciate that. That's 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 fair. Hayes, do you notice when we start to struggle when teams up the intensity defensively, it's like we're scared to match their intensity? Well, yeah, that's why I always describe it as the Bulls get punched in the face and they thank them for it. They don't know how to respond after getting punched in the face. Black Prophet says, two guys that worked their ass off to improve, Joe Kim Noah and Jimmy Butler, always played hard and gave 100% on the court. They also played on both ends of the court. Completely agree with you. And when you look at the way that Joe Kim Noah evolved his game and his body as a Chicago, we came in a very linky lengthy, lengthy player. And uh, by the end of it, he was a solid center that just he bodied up people and still was able to switch out on the guards. It was crazy. Zach needs to dunk it on a few people, man. He needs to drive it more. Oh, I agree. I definitely agree with you. One thing about Westbrook, he will never cheat you in effort. Yeah, I mean, listen, but he's a shellless ninja turtle, bro. Like, there goes Russell Westbrook and Chet Holmgren having a conversation. This is this is live footage of West, Russell Westbrook and Chet Holmgren talking about NBA basketball. Live footage, man. Live footage. When are we going to be above 500 at the start of the 2023 24 season? No, I think it's coming. Definitely think it's coming. Who shots uglier, Noah or Marion? Marion's, man, that shot is ugly to me. Sean Marion's shot was just, that's crazy. Uh, Uriel says, if that's your starting five, what's your second string? Second string, Kirk, Ben Gordon, Lou Aldang. I don't just notice they're all kind of overlap there. Um, Gilmore. Grant, there you go. Is Chet Holmgren the next Yao Ming? Oh, it were way too early to say that, brother. Let's not get into that. Like, I I, I, I wish well for Chet. Definitely wish, wish well for Chet Holmgren. Um, Why are you whining, dog? What's up, Mutt? Come on, you want to say hi? Come on. Say hi. Oh, don't. Uh, okay, now you got to get down. I don't like being sniffed in my face. Move. You knocked down my headphones? You got to go. You got to go. I'm, I'm sending you back to your mother in the womb. Uh, Michael Kidd Gidgers has the ugly shot in NBA history. Chuck Hayes was shooting a free throw as well. Oh, yeah, for sure. Tony. Oh, I forgot about Tony. Let me take that back. Why did I forget about Tony Kukoc? All right, let me redo it all. So Bulls, second string. Kurt Heinrich, um, Ben Gordon, definitely Tony. Um, still artists. Gilmore in there. Um, yeah, and then, and then, and then, uh. Um, Horace Grant. Damn, completely forgot about Tony. And Tony Kukoc would eat in today's NBA. We're talking about a 20 and 12 guy easily, easily. Hey, bro, is LeBron the GOAT when he passed? No, he's not. He's not. He's not the GOAT at all. Not even remotely. Where's BKR Sport? Uh, the fourth quarter was so fun. Let's never do it again. Hey, we experienced it once, right? We can say that we did it. Let's never do it again. Completely agree with you there, brother. I was a huge Ben Gordon fan, especially when he used to kill the Knicks. and the, Bro, Ben Gordon, he would see the garden and be like, yep, I'm Jordan tonight. Like he would literally look in the mirror and it'd be Michael Jordan looking back at him every time he was in the garden. Every single time. But all right, y'all. I'm going to wrap it up. As you can hear, my voice is going out. We got to go live over on Locked on Bulls here shortly. Back to back still kill my voice. I got to learn to adjust to that. But thank you so much for tuning in, even after a terrible game, man. That's this game was rough. Uh, it was rough, man. And how dare you get my hopes up with, with, the th- with the third quarter run that you took over the lead? How dare you get my hopes up? I'd rather you just get, keep stepping on my heart the whole game. I'd rather that happen than you get my hopes up. But it is what it is there. And the Chicago Bulls do not get the dub. They do not win this game. They look like crap. Um, <laughs> it is what it is. The life of a Bulls fan, right, man? This is, what we, this is what we live for. This is what we signed up for with this team. Unfortunately, we'll see how it goes. But make sure you guys follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Central Pod at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and a voicemail for our mailbag episodes, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I liked in every episode on, go Bulls. Love you guys. No C red tonight. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Breaks. Media.